It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Drought Large Radio Show. We continue with Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, uh, brought to us by our good friends at Jock's Flower Shop here in scenic Pennardville, 712 Mast Road. Believe it or not, there are still things out in the garden center that you can put in the ground. It is still time. Ground isn't frozen yet. Now's the time. It really is, because when it pops in the spring, there's not much left, but... You can get a good deal on what it is. I think I saw some of those. Uh, they get these really nice rose bushes uh, that they have. Um, and I think I saw that they were half off. So anyhow, uh, <laughs> 712 Mast Road, 625-5155. And um, we're getting this from a Colin in Manchester. Thank Ted for the cost savings on the street lights. Well, you know, there were... There were um... I just wish that the board would have listened at the time and we would have uh, implemented the smart controls because that additional $80,000 would make a big difference with uh, the folks that have a streetlight that goes out. You know, certainly the sophistication of that uh, program uh, would have helped people know and could have replaced the life a lot quicker. And the city would have known exactly how much energy was, was being used so when it came time to set rates on streetlights you'd actually have data that you go to go to the PUC with and say wait a minute they're they're charging us twice as much for uh, uh per per streetlight as what it's actually costing kind of thing well you know it comes down to uh it comes down to politics politics you know so, and that's a sad thing when you make political decisions based on what's right and wrong for the citizens of Manchester yeah well that uh, I guess it's Kind of part and parcel with the territory, Your Honor. What um, what would you say, looking back on your eight years as mayor, and you can include your ten years as an alderman? Um, what would you say would be your greatest disappointments, uh, either things that did or didn't happen, or things that you won't have a get a get a chance as mayor to get to? Well, I can tell you that uh, you know when you go out to ask people to make contributions for different ideas. And let me just talk about the distance learning because we talked about that at the school board meeting on Monday. Yes, we did. Went out and got three people to contribute uh, $10,000 a school so that the distance learning program could put in place, people put in place. And then you have a school board member that knows nothing about the program, has no idea of how it was implemented, saying that, well, the kids didn't want it. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's just wrong. That's That's something when you go out and ask for people for the money, you're assuming that it can easily be implemented and something can happen. Right. Now, we hear that scheduling is a tough thing because we've got too many classes. Well, three or four years ago, we met and eliminated a lot of classes. Yeah. Now, I don't know, maybe it needs to be done once more and maybe we need to reduce those classes. Now, if they're doing distance learning in other high schools and we can't do it amongst ourselves, that doesn't make any sense makes no sense whatsoever. So when there's not a will to do something, then you find ways not to do it. And you find every excuse in the world. You know, we schedule ban in the first period for some high schools and the last period from some high schools because of the noise that they produce in the morning uh, in the neighborhoods. Uh, Look, 
You know, band was something that was always done after school. Right. It was when I went to school. So I don't know how those things changed or why they can't be looked at and said, okay, we can do a master. I mean, there's nothing today that can't be done. I understand sometimes it's a little more difficult to do it. And it might force people to make choices. But it can be done. And and again, you know, you were talking about the distance learning for the AP students. You know, you're not talking about somebody in the lower level that's going to do distance learning. Um, so again, I think it's important that we talk about it. That's something that I feel bad that I went and asked for the money. Because if I it wasn't going to be implemented, I wouldn't have asked those three people uh, to come up with $10,000 each for the equipment that we have in the schools that have been sitting there idle. So, <laughs> again, getting this. So there's a new board, uh, a BOSC chair, and uh, there's a new Manchester Board of School Committee and a new chair. Which member will be the first to make the motion to do away with the health care benefits for board members? Ay, 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 ay. We'll see what happens. Well, it was pretty clear that, uh, you know, uh, I know a lot of people laughed at that survey that we first did probably uh, three months ago. Yeah. Well, we didn't build that 12-point plan that we brought forward to make Manchester a stronger city Mm -hmm. without using those points. So I can tell you that uh, the citizens of Manchester are watching. Uh, They don't believe. We had over 20,000 responses. 20,000? Excuse me, over 2,000 responses, higher than 10%. Yeah on the 20,000 that we sent out. So usually you get 1% or 2%. Right. So it's important that people understand that that's what people are focusing on. Yeah, now it seems to me, and, and you know, I don't know how close you look at the data side of things, but just taking a look at the data that I've been able to look at, it just, just to divert for a minute, it, it seems to me that what the Democrats did in this last election was identify a lot of their folks who vote in presidential elections and maybe state elections you know, touch some of their hot button issues and bring them into the campaign as a way of motivating non-traditional Democrats to come out and vote. Is that your sense of what happened here? I can only tell you they had an awful lot of people that came in from a lot of other states to knock on doors and talk to people. Um, so I, I leave it at that. Uh, you know, they they spent an awful lot of money on this election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Cr- Joyce Craig, to her credit, uh, raised somewhere around 460000 um, and I think there was another 300 and some odd thousand that was spent from the party, both at the local level and at the state level. So there was an awful lot of money. And then you've got all the other groups that uh, decided they were going to participate in the election. Yeah. And on, on your side of it, what, what did the uh, – you raised about what? Raised 380000 mm-hmm. uh, which you know uh, went past what we raised two years ago. Yep. And again, we got the message out. I don't think that if we'd have spent another $200,000, the message would have changed. Organizationally, were the Republican city and state committees uh, able to do what the Democrats did and bring, you know, bring people to the fore and you know, raise the money? I can only that tell work? you that I had a great, great working group within yeah, you did. my office that did a lot of work. And I applaud them for the work they did. I'll leave those answers of the question you just asked to the people that made the decisions either at the national level or the state level. They can answer those questions. Gotcha. So, you know, let's take a look back at the things that um, you're most proud of having accomplished. And what do you think your legacy is the, uh, you know, what the, the fourth longest serving mayor in the history of Manchester, because that's what you will be by the end of the term. Um, what you're, uh, what, what, what are you most proud of and what, what do you think your legacy in this city will be as mayor? Well, I think that um, 
certainly the most proud that I am is about sending students that made the honor roll a letter every time they made that honor roll and signed them individually. That was about 4,000 kids every semester, except for the last semester because kids were graduating. It was the end of the year, and we had no way to get to them. Uh, that that's probably something that I look at, and it's amazing how many kids come up to you and say something. Grandparents, parents, you know, my son Johnny has been saving those letters since he was in the sixth grade. Uh, those are some important issues, and you know, there are you know, taking and merging parks into highway. Mm-hmm. Three mayors before me tried to do it; they weren't successful. We got it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the streetlights, uh, you know, we were the first community in the state that got it done. Uh, I negotiated that contract uh, fresh out of the hospital after my bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can tell you that we've, we've done a lot of great things in the city. Um, I'll let the historians write about what they think my successes and what my failures are. But again, you know, when you take a look at the School of Technology and making that a full four-year high school and the kids that have been benefiting from it, mm-hmm. that's a great thing. When you take a look at uh, the Steam Ahead program, uh, again, it took a while. Uh, you know, I raised those dollars four years ago uh, for the Steam Ahead project uh, to, so kids could get scholarships. They just started implementing because your son Dominic pushed the envelope. And he did. He worked at that. And I applaud him for months. that. And certainly <laughs> that was what was supposed to be done four years ago. And, and by the way, the credit does lie with my son because I did not involve myself at all. I told him if it was something that he wanted, he no, was going to No, he's a lot like me. He would, he would tell you to back off. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, I told him, I said, you're going to have to figure this out. I, I know I'm not going to do it for you. And I probably shouldn't be seen because of my role on the school board. But he, he, to his credit, he kept plugging away and plugging away and plugging away, and they finally figured it out. So, well, the, the STEAM program, let me, let me ask you about this, because, you know, it is going to, uh, you, you did raise money, but now that that money is being spent, it, it's, it's going away. Will you remain active in raising funds to continue the scholarships that are making it possible for the kids in the program to go to, literally go on campus to Manchester Community College uh, or have their uh, AP tests paid for or their Running Start classes paid for? so that uh, those college credits can continue to come to those kids free of charge. Well, there's no question that, uh, you know, you'll pay attention to it and see what happens. But, uh, you know, th- that's kind of like the city year project. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I was introduced to city year, it was in the seventh grade at Hillside. Right. And I said, why are we doing this here? Why aren't we doing it in the elementary schools? You're trying to pull somebody off the edge of a cliff. And maybe we should try and, before they get to the edge of the cliff, try and help them there. And, you know, that was a project that I went out and raised $450,000 a year for three years to do. And, um, you know, the pro- it ended up growing from four schools to, I think, now seven. But again, somebody needs to look at it and say, okay, where are the financials so we know where the money's going? Because my understanding is somewhere around $400,000 goes back to Boston corporate headquarters. That's a big chunk. And nobody's asked the question and nobody wants to look at it. Uh, there's, you know, certainly we understand that City Year does a great job for our kids. But again, are we, we funding sh- overhead or we, we should, services? Well, we should we should find out uh, whether the dollars are going to the to the kids in the red jackets that are producing the results, or is it going somewhere else? Those are the questions that need to be asked. And every time you ruffle a feather, you know you have a problem. But somebody needs to sit down and address the question. Show us your financials. If we're sending you the money that we're sending you, then tell us where it's going. 
Your Honor, uh, you've said you're going to leave your legacy to the historians, but let me ask you this. What would you as, um, and I won't limit it to mayor because you served, uh, you know, eight well, years you know, as Richard, mayor. Well, look, uh, at the, uh, look at the municipal complex. Well, I, wanna, I wanted to ask you, what do you want to be remembered for? I, you know, I look at that project and people said it couldn't be done. Mm-hmm. And remember, the police station was an afterthought. Right. Nobody wanted to do the police station. Everybody wanted to do the city yard. I said, we got to do them both. You can't walk in the hallways and see evidence hanging around in the police station because that's not the way it works. So we went in. uh, You know, we reduced the hall sizes from eight feet to six feet and told people that if you hit the walls with your guns, then, you know, something should happen because they said, oh, we need eight-foot hallways because, uh, you know, we've got people walking. Well, guess what? You know, let's find ways that we can reduce it. Uh, You know, when the contractor came in and we had our first meeting— the bathrooms were on the outside walls. And I said, uh, have you ever built something up in New England? And they said, why? <laughs> I said, well, you're from Florida, and the, the bathrooms are on the outside walls, and something's going to freeze. So, you know, those are things as we watched and moved forward, and, and certainly when you look at that project and how we funded it, yep. uh, you know, we got a lot of federal dollars involved in it. I went to, down to the, to the county and got dollars to bring them to that project and, and got it done. And, you know, some people will say sometimes I'm a little tough. Well, guess what? When it's for the taxpayer's benefit, I will be tough. And I will bring project. I brought projects forward that could get done and made sense for the taxpayers. That project is less than 1.5% on an interest rate. And we finished on time and under budget on a 40-some-odd million-dollar project. Which started uh, at over sixty million, if I'm not mistaken. Way over sixty. So, uh, is that a question you you often bring up some of the deals that you've negotiated or renegotiated, like the uh, the, uh, the the civic center management contract, things like that? Is that really sort of you know what you want to be remembered for? The guy who could get the the, the you know the good deal done for the city. Well, you know it's funny because I just talked to to the folks from the Verizon, well, actually Southern New Hampshire University yeah. Arena. Just the other day, and they said, well, Mayor, we don't have to worry about you asking us to go to lunch anymore. Because <laughs> the last time you took us to lunch, it cost $24 million. And that's what we saved when we renegotiated that deal, yeah. $24 million. Yeah. We had to renegotiate uh, the solid waste contract because it was costing us more than what we were receiving in payments. Yeah. So those are things that when you look at them, um, you move forward and you s- look and see how you can get things done. And the deal that we got with the um, with the streetlights, I think that Eversource will tell you it was pretty tough negotiating to get it done. Gotcha. Well, uh, Lisa, oh, Lisa Freeman, uh, Ward 5 school board member and state rep, says you will be missed. Well, th- Lisa, thank you. Uh, there's no question that this is a great city, and I leave it in competent hands with the people that respect the tax cap, and respect is a tough word to define, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens in the next, and you know, it's right around the corner. Some four months from now, we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, I want to uh, I want to thank you for the time you've spent on this show. I have often said that it's extraordinary that a public official like yourself, has made yourself as accessible as you have, not just to this show, uh, but to other media outlets in the community. You certainly have never shied away from a challenge or a question. 
and uh, you've always come here. Even no, and I've never asked for somebody to send me the question before I answer it, Richard. Uh, no, and that's true. And I will say there are times when the mayors come in and I've said, what would you like to talk about today? And he's looked at me every single time and said, whatever's on your mind. So we appreciate that. And uh, you, uh, sir. Uh, we'll be, be here to address things as we see them. Because, well, you know, the great thing about this uh, beautiful city is you get three minutes to go in and <laughs> either offer intelligent conversation or chastise people. Or speak your mind. And we thank you for taking the hours that you have taken here on the Dry Large Radio Show. I, uh, you, you will be missed as mayor of this city. And uh, I think people will look back and, uh, at this period in the city's history and know that good things happened. Thank you, Richard. You have a good one. Good luck in your future. Thank you, and to you. I'm sure we'll be seeing each other around. I'm sure we will. We're going to take a quick check for whatever we can do between now and the top of the hour. We'll be back with a preview of tomorrow's show. We're not done yet. Stay with us. All righty, folks. Tomorrow, John DePietro's in to reprise his Web Savvy segment so he can uh, wish us well as we go into radio history. Jamie Burke from the Cal Ripken Baseball League will be with us. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Lozon will be in for sports in our own backyard. And Superintendent Dr. Bullhead Vargas of Manchester We'll be in the house for the entire team here at Trot at Large. I am your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Trot at Large. It still and will forever matter. Be good, everyone.